So uh, in today's uh, episode, I have my colleague and dear friend, Cynthia Gamel, uh, who also works in my office at uh, Windermere Mount Baker. Cynthia, welcome to the show and thank you for joining me. Thank you, what a fun time. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that that it was so good to see you the other day when we did the open house. Um, but. It was fun. We get to chat, have banter, help people look for a house. Yes, yes. And it was Sell a beautiful house. house. Oh my God, that house was gorgeous with the views that you could just die for. Yeah. The views? Oh my God, yeah. So in that, okay, what was it? Mark was found this private place where he's going <laughs> to run away to and live in forever and ever. <laughs> yeah, so I think it was the attic that was converted, right? And yeah, a converted attic that was the perfect, you really could sleep. There was a bathroom up there. You have facilities and views just, and outdoors. There was like a little, little, uh, what was it? Like a little terrace you could yeah, go so hide it's like a, Yeah, little terrace, great view of, of uh, uh, Lake Washington. Um, all. Yeah. It's all heading north. It was gorgeous. So, uh, so uh, you know, a couple things that I want to talk about uh, today is well, one is um, the market. You know, it is just so crazy. Have you seen that TikTok video um, by Sean Johnson? I think his uh, handle is at Johnson Files, where he talks about the crazy market and he's uh, the real estate market and he's using an apple as uh, as a um, you know, what he's selling. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. I sent it on to um, a ton of people to watch. Like when people ask what the market's like, I think to me, that is the perfect description of the market. You can't really get any better than that. My husband's in real estate and he had a good chuckle as well. It is perfect. Yeah. Are we going to uh, do it here? Can we show it here? Um, I don't know if I'm able to show it, but I, I think I can do it in post-production. Uh, but I'll in, I'll include the video because I think it's really good for people to see it. I mean, one, it's it's a, I think it's a good thing to laugh at because uh, you just can't take this too serious. And I know that you know many buyers are out there are really really frustrated, but I think this is the uh, uh, the best. You know, just like you said, it's the best synopsis of what our market really is today. And the craziness of it. I mean, um, I, I think the best line is, okay, so the at what? Okay, so, you know, for people who haven't seen it yet, it's he's selling an apple and he plays all the characters and the apple starts, what is it? I think at $5. And... You go back and watch that recording you're gonna see me dancing on it okay oh my god great so your screen is no longer frozen but it's like what he's he starts at selling the apple at five dollars and you know as he's like the realtor right he's like you know it's five dollars and then um the buyer is like well you see pretty to make offers right and he's like two minutes two minutes and then what does the other guy say he says um well, you feel pretty confident about those five dollars and you hear somebody in the back and go like ten dollars and he's like what what the hell is happening I thought it was five dollars <laughs> The best line, I and think, it, is the one from California. You know, uh, he's like $125. And they're like, $125 is like, or $100 or whatever it was. And he's like, yeah, that's the cheapest apple that I've seen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or like when he's like, can you describe the apple? It's an apple. 
you know what an apple is. Like, exactly. Get over yourself. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I just think it's so hilarious, but I think it really just covers, you know, what our market is like. There are, you know, in my experience, and, and I'd love to hear what, you, what you're seeing out there too, is that individuals or buyers um, are to the point where uh, they just don't care. It's, an, it's a house, it's standing, and uh, it looks okay. You know, they're waiving inspections, even if, they're, if, even if there isn't a seller procured inspection. Um, so they're waiving inspection, they're waiving financing, and from some of the stories, from what I've heard of some people, um, you know, some buyers, they're going, you know, depending on the price, but I think this one house went 400000 above asking price. And I'm just like, okay, I, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, what have you seen? I mean, speaking from the seller perspective, you know, when you have listings, obviously our goal is to help sellers get as much as they can for their, for their home. And, you know, we base it, our initial, not the sales price, but the list price is based in reality of what you're seeing other homes selling for. But that sometimes doesn't mean a lot in a market with the way it is right now. Like what we think the value is, is really going to be what someone's going to pay for the home. So it's really hard. Um, it's hard to guide sellers like because sellers here, you know, oh my God, things are flying off the market and everything's selling, you know, hundreds of thousands above list price, but you still have to be realistic because if you put it on at hundreds of thousands of dollars over what you think the value is, it's not going to sell. Yeah. So there is that reality as, as listing agents that we have to help them with. Um, but because of the scarcity of inventory, there are so many high escalations on almost every home. I think I think the statistics we saw was it, I think this week that was on the east side market. I think the Seattle market, it's like 50% of all offers are coming in or 40% are, are multiple offers, Yeah, which means that the price is being escalated. But on the east side of Seattle, is it 76%? Yeah. I mean, 76%. Yeah, of and, offers. The, and you know what's interesting Crazy. because we do have I, I do have this conversation with clients. It's like, oh, there's not enough inventory, and you know I love that that uh, Joe, uh, you know our designated broker Joe, yesterday, that he points out that it's not necessarily just that there isn't enough inventory because in comparison to last year, there have been more homes listed the first quarter of this year than than last year. So last year we didn't have this issue. So, you know, it's, we're having more buyers who are ready and willing and able to buy homes. So the demand is so high that even with the extra homes that are coming on the market compared to last year, there's still not enough, you know? There's still not enough, right. Yeah. And you're right, the, the figures, I think there was like 48% with the March stats, the 48% of homes in Seattle are getting multiple offers in Bellevue, I think it's like 76, uh, 78%, something like that. Uh, significantly higher. Yeah. I know we recently, I recently had a listing in the Seward Park neighborhood that, and it, it was a, I mean, it was a nice house. It was on a busier street. It really had beautiful views and beautiful land. And, um, but it needed a ton of love. Like it was just a home that needed I mean, it hadn't been touched in a long time and it really needed a ton of work. And um, 
we got nine offers on it and it went 27% over list price. Wow. I mean, I don't even know how we could have predicted it and it would have gone that high. Yeah. But it did because of the amount of buyers that are out there looking right now and the lack of, even with more inventory, there is just not enough inventory to support the amount of buyers that are looking. So I have a question for you, and um, and I really haven't had a chance to talk to uh, anyone else about this. So, you know, there's a strategy on pricing a home. You know, what is the, what is the price that you're going to put the house on the market, right? And we talk to our sellers about that. And right. the way that I do it, or that, I, that I've been doing it lately because of the market is... Um, we figure out what the, the the value range is of the house in today's market based on recent comps and recent sales, right? right? right. So we say, okay, you know, l- let's say the house is- Mark, can you, can you pause for one second? Yeah. So um, I know that, so you know, there's a couple ways, you know, or there's a strategy in terms of listing a house and, you know, and the price point. So. Uh, what I've been doing lately is like, okay, cool. Like here is the house and here is what the value range is for the house. So let's just say it's, you know, $500,000, um, you know, $500,000 house. So we're like, okay, cool. So the top range of this house is probably about 550 and the bottom range is about 500. So my recommendation has been you know, knowing that they're going to be comfortable with whatever the sit, whatever the, the price is, even if they don't get any offers in, but it's let's list it at a lower number of where it's, it's where its true value is based on recent comps to get more people to come into the house. Because if you list it too high, then people aren't going to come to the house, you know, they're going to come and see it. And it's very different coming into a house and experiencing the house. That's where you love it or hate it. I mean, that's kind of what it is, right? And so we do that, but at the same time, we don't expect and we don't know what's going to happen in terms of the interest coming in. And that's where the numbers just start to escalate. And it's like, oh my God, yeah, we had you know 100 people through, 50 people through. We're getting you know 10 offers, um, you know, and it's like, oh my God, what happened? So it's interesting from the from the buyer side that you know when I'm out with my clients and you know when we laugh about this, but when you know we're out, we're like, okay, Mark, what do you think this house is going to sell for? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it, right? You know, it kind of shoots. So hard to answer that question now. What do you think it's worth, and what do you think it's going to sell for? I mean, it. I mean, I think that we can, I think, make a educated guess or estimate about what the value is, right? Like whether we think the list prices, the list price is on point, whether it's too high, too low, like we can make an educated decision about that. But I think if you are gonna ask us what it's gonna sell for, it's a a crapshoot. I don't know, it's like, you might as well have a pool going all the time in the office. (laughs) Like someone can make a lot of money with this, I, I don't know online pools about what houses are going to sell for. Yeah. And I think, you know, and that's something common that I've heard from agents in our office, agents outside of the office, that even we are surprised as to the level of interest and what some of these houses escalate for, you know, regardless if you're on the seller side, on the buyer side, um, you know, um, know, yeah, I mean, it's just been crazy out there. Um, 
you know, I do want to share. I, I know that I know that the market is just crazy now. Um, I do want to share, um, you know, a success story for one of my buyers. So, uh, because that's really where you know that's really where, where where it's it's tough right now uh, for buyers looking to buy something. Um, yeah. So I started with this buyer about six months ago. And they're just like, okay, we are good. We're good to go. Let's do this. Mark, let's go see houses. We go see a house, right? And uh, of course, when you start looking for houses, you're kind of conservative, you know, when it comes to, you know, how, what are you willing to waive and, you know, in your escalation and, and, and what's your real price cap. We started looking, lost the house. I think we went and we saw I would say about 20, 25 homes. We put in an Hi. offer on about eight homes and, you know, lost the home. Yeah, it's like loss and loss and loss and loss. And of course, we're keeping track of all of these houses and we're like, oh my God, we can't believe that house sold for that much. Keeping, you know, so um, even houses, after I pull comps for every single house we go see that they're going to submit an offer on we look at it and it's like, okay, cool. What is this going to sell for? And we kind of just guesstimate, right? <clears throat> but it's it's impressive. Well, it's not impressive. It's just shocking to see what some of these houses sell for. I'm like, I don't even have comps. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't even right, have it's, comps. To it's hard that. to find comps to even support what they're selling for, for sure. Oh, sorry. You okay over there? Right, I'm choking. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, but that's the other thing. It's like you know, people are waiving financing, and I tell them, I said, I have comps to support it escalating up to this price. After that, I don't have comps. So whoever's going to buy it, whatever offer's going to get accepted, would probably have to waive financing and waive you know the appraisal. But anyway, um, they you know my clients they were totally awesome to work with, and they learn at every single step. It was just like going through this, let's learn, let's learn. And they weren't taking it too serious, which I think in today's market is something that, you know, that buyers have to do. It's just I think not, you have to, right? yeah. Um, but I do have to say that, you know, at the, at the, this last offer, this house came on the market and not only met their, their must-haves, but their nice-to-haves. And um, we got the house at list price, no competing offers. So list price, no competing offers. Yes. And it's because it was after the review date. No, that's even the thing. So one of the things, yeah, one of the things that, you know, that, that, that we started doing is right after, after review date, if the status didn't change, we're calling like, what's going on? Did you get any offers? Um, but this one, um, it was, it did not have an offer review date. So that was hint number one. Uh, it did not right. have an offer review date. So um, we're we willing to take them as they come in then. Yeah. So take we it. jumped on it and, yeah. and we got it. So um, lesson learned, you know, stick, stick, you know, stick it out. I mean, you do have to kind of uh, kiss a lot of frogs, you know, to, to find your, what was it? The <laughs> to find your prince. You, find your you know what I have you noticed this mark with um the offer review date I, it's on the buyer side I'm noticing people are not always sticking with it recently oh. I've had conversations with two different brokers the same buyer took them to two different homes and um 
reached out to the broker and said, I just want to know, are you honoring the offer review date? Oh my God, 100%, 100%. We're not taking oh. offers early. Okay. Both of them, I get these messages. Um, if your clients are interested, tell them to submit now because we're looking at another offer. I'm like, but and, I, and you would think like it's going to be so, I don't even think some of them are so far above the list price with what they're taking. Like, I well, think they're better offers, but it's not like crazy. Well, at least you got the courtesy of, oh, we're looking at, we're moving the offer review date up. Please submit. Right. At least you got that. Um, so let's talk about that, you know, because I've been in situations where, um, I call the I call the listing agent as soon as my clients, you know, are like, yes, we've seen the house, we're interested. I call the listing agents and it's like, okay, what's going on? Are you going to offer the, you know, honor the offer review date? And they say, oh, for sure, yes, no problem. I'm like, can we submit something early? No, no, please don't submit something early. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm respecting the wishes of their um, of their seller because I'm assuming that's where the direction is coming from, and you know, I come home, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk, I'm, I'm doing all the comps, I'm, you know, sending the comps to my client. I'm like, okay, let's really talk about this. Let's strategize on the offer. And then they're like, Mark, what the hell? I'm like, yeah. They're like, the house is pending already. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I just spoke with them. They said that they are going to review it. So I'm like, I'm saying- I feel like a bit of an ass, doesn't it? Like- Sorry, I hope it's okay. I just said that, but I feel like an ass when here I am telling my clients, don't worry, they're going to wait for offer review date. But and luckily I did get the courtesy and I have to call and be like, um, yeah, they're not, you know, and if you're not even getting that courtesy, even more so, yeah. I, I don't understand it really, but. And you know what? And so I know that sometimes on the seller side, you do get a compelling offer right. that sways the seller to change their mind. I'm like, this is a great offer. We're going to move forward and you know, not look at anything else, not honor the, the offer review date. And they accept right. it. Totally get it. But there's been a couple of times where um, you know, we're tracking these homes and we see that what they finally sell for, and my clients will be like, Oh my God, we were willing to pay fifty thousand dollars more than the offer they accepted. For sure. So, For sure. I don't, you know, I I don't want to speak ill of, of any any of my colleagues, but um, you know, for for sellers, you know, right. It is. It makes it hard for. I know it's hard for the selling the listing agent when your sellers are like, forget it. This is too compelling. Like we have to take it. And, and as on the buying side, you know, when you find out it's right within your price range and you would have paid it, well, that just makes you feel like crap kind of, because it you does. could have done that, but you're being respectful. You yeah. know, it's a process. And we know from being on both sides of it, you can't, we don't have the ultimate control over what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, the sellers are selling their house and it's their house. We're there to guide them through it. Yeah. So they can listen to our advice or not. And we just got to yeah. go with it. And I have told my clients, because it's like, oh my God, that agent. I'm like, okay, let's kind of back off a little right. bit. It's not the agent, because you know we're just doing what, the, what our clients are asking us to do. Um, right. So we're kind of like the messenger. Um, so- Right, it's true. But we got to a point where we were just like, well, we're going to submit an early offer anyway, 
just just do it. But I have noticed recently that there are more homes coming on the market that don't have an offer review date. I haven't seen that yet. You've noticed that where you've been looking? So yes, yeah, so you know the yeah. two clients that I've recently, or the two buyers that are recently got under contract, um, neither of them had an offer review date, and we submitted an offer, and these are these are I mean great homes. I mean they, they, they've been inspected, the inspection reports came back great, right. and I'm just like okay cool. On one of them, we submit, you know I called the agent, I'm like hey we're interested, we just saw the house, this is great. They're like okay great, we already have an offer in hand. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll get you something in. So we submitted the offer. It had an escalation, but guess what? This is the best part. The offer that they had in hand was an offer below the list price. Even when I did the comps, I think that it was priced on the low end, that the list price was priced on, on the low That's end interesting. of its value. So you know, agent calls me back. She's like, congratulations, your client got the house and we didn't have to activate the offer review, uh, the, not the offer review, the escalation. escalation. And I'm like, why? She goes, well, the other offer was below list price. So my That's client- Great for your clients. Yeah, ecstatic about the whole thing. So I, you know, I thought that was really great. And that, so there is hope. So buyers, there is hope out there. You know, it's just a strategy. Yeah there is hope for buyers. Don't give up. Yes. I feel like singing right now, but I won't. Right. Um, there is hope. Don't give up on getting the home that you want. Um, do you have, uh, do you have a story that, that you want to share about, you know, maybe a success story from your clients, sellers, buyers, anything? Any stories? <laughs> I went to the zoo the other day. Um, oh wait! Yeah, before, I, before you go there, I yeah. did, did. Since you brought up the zoo, did you know that at Woodland Park Zoo they are doing this exhibit from May? I think it was May first through Labor Labor Day. I think it was that I saw yesterday. Um, they have. Uh, they're opening this exhibit. Day or Labor Day. Oh, I can't remember. Okay, yeah, anyway. But anyway, so this is the exhibit that's happening in May or starting in May, May 1st. Um, and there uh, they have life-size uh, dinosaurs throughout the park, throughout the zoo. I they did that a few years ago. So really? I mean, oh, I must have missed it. We saw it in, um, actually in the Portland Zoo. They had that exhibit. It was really cool. A little scary, but very cool. So, when you realize how big the dinosaurs are yeah. and you're right next to them. It's a little scary. So a plug, since you mentioned the zoo, so a plug for the Woodland Park Zoo, go check it out on their website. <laughs> um, they do have this, uh, this exhibit that I just saw last night on Facebook on one of my feeds. So we're actually going May 16th. Um, so we got That's tickets. cool. So we're going May 16th. Uh, a friend of mine, Petan, the crayon lady, she also has an art exhibit of some uh, beautiful artwork that, she, that she's done. Oh, that's so nice. crayons from Children's Hospital. So, and it's at the zoo. Yep, it's at uh, at one of their exhibit halls by the entrance. Uh, you can that is so cool. And see the artwork. So, anyway, just a sidebar plug in since you sidebar. brought up the zoo. Okay, I know. So back to <laughs> I haven't been to the zoo in so long. Back right, to back to, back to real estate. Yes. Um, yeah, I think for me right now, 
I'd say the majority of my stories have not been success stories because when you're working with buyers, um, it, as we've said, it can be a little more challenging. Mm -hmm. But I think, I mean, I think my biggest success story has recently been that home that I already mentioned that was listed under 800 and sold for over a million. Yeah, And it's a home like, I mean, it's just shocking. It, it Honestly, like you said, sometimes you think us as real estate agents cannot be shocked, but I am shocked all the time. Yeah. I think right all now, yeah. I think right now a lot of us, and that's what I'm kind of hearing from, even from our office discussions and from talking to other agents, it's just the market is just shocking period, you know, yeah. of, of, of what's happening. Um, I know that it's much easier for sellers and, you know, I'm encouraging a lot of my clients. It's like, at least reach out, you know, and let me give you a property valuation of your home. So you have an idea of what your house is worth and what it could sell for in today's market. And maybe that will, you know, maybe that would be the catalyst for you to make a change for, you know, a big long dream that you've had. You know, you know, a, a client of mine, um, you know, we talked last year and he's also a friend. So he's like, eh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. He asked me to do property valuation on his home. We did. And he's like, really? You think we can get that much for the house? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to promise you that it's going to go crazy, uh, you know, but I think we can get this. And he sold his property because he wants to buy a ranch in Virginia. Gosh, how lovely. I want a ranch in Virginia. Right. So I'm just like, <laughs> I want to rent, period. Um, right. Forget where. Um, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like he took this opportunity and it was actually a second home that he owned. So he took that opportunity, liquidated, you know, sold the house, liquidated the assets. And now he can start shopping for his dream. So I think it's also, um, I think with sellers now, I think us asking us or asking your, you know, your real estate agent to tell you what the home, your home value is, is a great idea. First of all, we always talk about you and I talk about it's a great idea because do you need to adjust your insurance rates or anything else? It's always good to know what your home is valued at. But additionally, even like you said, even if you're on the fence, you're not sure you want to sell, maybe you want to sell, you can try it. Like there's no harm in trying, right? If you yeah. have, it sounds like your friend, it was a second home, but if you have these dreams to do something else, and one of the things to get you to that dream is selling your home, this is the market to try it in. Yeah. I mean, we will have seller markets again. We will have buyer's markets. We will have balance markets. Right now, it's a seller's market. And yeah. if you're on the fence, try it. It won't hurt. There's nothing hurt. Nothing yeah. hurts you in trying to sell it. Yeah. And, you know, and at least I always tell myself, at least get a real you know, market valuation of your home for you to make an educated decision of whether, you know, what this, what this could be for you or your family, you know, cause it, it, it could make a difference. Uh, and I would say this is not to put down any online, anything out there. There's a lot of information online. So a lot of times sellers come to their own conclusions based on their research, which we all do. That's right. Dr. Google is our doctor and he helps <laughs> diagnose everything. Um, but at the same time that you sometimes need to go to a real doctor, sometimes yeah. you need to talk to a professional real estate agent to get a better idea of what all that information means that you're yeah. finding on the internet. 
So it's interesting that you bring that up. I just had a conversation with a client yesterday and, you know, uh, you know, a very common question is, well, how accurate it, you know, are the online resources that tell me my right. house is worth this, right? And I'm just like, I'm like, it gives you an idea. I said, but I can tell you that before we list a house, we do a screenshot of this is what each one of those sites says it's worth. But as soon as we list it within a few hours, it's updated to whatever we, you know, we indicated that the house is worth. So uh, he had a good chuckle about that. He's like, yeah, I'm like, all the information comes from the MLS, you know, how it's filtered, you know, sliced and diced and interpreted is different. Uh, sure. For sure. But, you know, the one thing that I've shared with, with buyers and sellers is let's start looking at the micro market for your for what you're looking for if you're if you're a buyer because it's very different because all the market you know updates that are in the news those are general markets right but it, it's like let me know what you're looking for and i can tell you this is what's happening with what you are looking for in this right, in your micro market exactly yeah. and same thing with the buy with the sellers it's right. like well let me tell you what houses that are that look like yours or similar to yours in your area, what they are going for, so you have a better idea what the demand and the interest is. Absolutely. So, um, do you have any tips for buyers or sellers? Always. Always. Um, I would say for buyers, this is the time in your life where you need to um, dig deep down, find that patience that sometimes is hard to find, and hold on to it you will find a house and you will find the right house that's for you. And just because you lose out on maybe 10 houses before you find the one, you're gonna find it. And just know that it's right around the corner. It's a long process and not always pleasurable ups and downs, but it's a journey that will get you to what you want. So find that patience. Thank and you. And for sellers, I would say um, same thing. <laughs> Except the flip side is if you're even considering, like we've said, if you're even just toying with the idea of maybe you should sell, talk to us. Let us help you figure out if it's a good time or not. And Mark and I, and I can speak for other agents in our office, we're very um, honest and with our clients. And what I mean is if we think you're not going to get what you're hoping to get, or if you recently purchased and maybe we think you should hold on to it for a few more years to let the home appreciate, we'll tell you, we're not, we're in it to help you yeah. and we're in it to be your real estate experts. So yeah. reach out to us. Yeah, thank you. That's really good advice. Um, you know, and and I'll tell my clients, I'm like, sometimes you're gonna like what I say, sometimes you're not, but I'd rather tell you the truth and tell you what you wanna hear. And then later, you know, you're making decisions based on information that, um, you know, you're at least making d decisions based on, um, educated, you know, educated decisions. You're well-informed, you know, that's the word, well-informed. Um, and for sellers, what do you have for sellers? Did I say my sellers piece? <laughs> Mark. Well, you said buyers um, sellers. Okay, I'll do the sellers, all right. Sorry, was I not supposed to combine them together? No, that's fine, that's fine. So <laughs> like, like, like for me, so I'll add to, I'll add to both of those is, you know, for buyers, yes. You know, um, one thing when you're going to start, I always say reach out to three different lenders. You know, for the pre-approval because I have seen discrepancies 
uh, between one lender saying, nope, you're not qualified. Another one saying, yes, you're qualified. And it's like, you know, I'm like, okay, well, that's a big difference. I've also seen closing <laughs> costs. Uh, personally, I have seen closing costs vary about four or $5,000. Uh, from one lender to another. Uh, right. Speaking with an agent uh, recently, um, she the closing costs for her client were like twelve thousand five hundred dollars for a. You told me this story, right? For a three hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollar house, and I'm like, that is ridiculous. Really so, right. She encouraged her clients to go with a different lender, and uh, they got their closing costs down to fifty five hundred dollars. So huge difference. So twelve thousand five hundred. I mean, it's a savings of seven thousand dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's a lot of money. Yeah. So it's like run. You know, apply with three different lenders. Uh, right. I'm gonna back what you said. Just be patient. You know about about buying a house. There are houses out there. Uh, you know, make sure you know what you what you are. Uh, what are the must haves in your house and nice to haves, right. and we know that those are gonna change. Uh, for sellers. Um, I mean, the biggest advice is, you know, one, reach out to a professional. I mean, we do this full time and reach out to a professional to get um, current advice on what the value of your home is. I mean, I think that's the most important thing. It's like figure out and listen to what they say. You know, how can you, how can, you know, listen to the broker's advice on what can you do to showcase the house uh, in a much better light, you know, put the best foot forward if you are, if you do decide to list the house, what, you know, what can you do? Um, you know, I have, what is it? More than just numbers. We have good ideas. We've seen, we see and have seen a lot of homes and, you know, when we have advice, it's based in our experience of what we're seeing currently. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I've had some success stories where, you know, uh, my sellers have invested a little bit in doing some updates to the house and, the price valuation um, on one of them, I think it was, he invested about $12,000 in updates to the home. Um, and there was a $75,000 difference on the valuation of the home just for doing that. So, um, you know, we have the Windermere Ready program. So if you don't want to, you know, pull money out of your pocket, you know, there's this program that, you know, helps you with financing um, some of the updates right. to your home. So that's available out there for you as well. If that's something that uh, may interest you, you know, uh, to be able to list your home. Um, and uh, I am going to put the um, the link. I'm going to try to embed it into the podcast. But if not, I'll put the link for Mr. Sean Johnson with that wonderful one minute video of uh, selling his Apple representing today's uh, today's market. And it's across the country because I'm hearing this from everybody. Um, I think he actually is in Utah, if yeah. I remember correctly from the video. He's not even in the Seattle mm -mm. area. He's in Utah doing that. Yep. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting. My my totally, um, my sister-in-law called me yesterday to talk to me. She's thinking of selling her home. Uh -huh. And um, she was saying, should I do it? Her, someone's trying to convince her to do it for sale by owner. And I was like, uh, you can. And I'm not saying this just because I'm an agent, but I, I would reach out to someone professional and get their opinion. Like, See, see, talk to us. Like we're we're nice. We're not we're not scary most of the time. <laughs> we're friendly. Oh my god, if it's Mark and I. Right. <laughs> um, so no, so I'll put those links on there. And uh, Cynthia, yeah. thank you very much for taking the time to coming on. 
Um, do you want to you do a shout out with your phone number or if people have questions to reach out to you? Absolutely. Mark, thank you. This was fun. I always loved chatting with you about anything and everything. Um, yes, Cynthia Gamble. My phone number is 206-396-2105. Um, happy to answer any questions and just chat. Very approachable. Not so scary. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Cynthia, thank you very much. And thank um, you, Mark. I feel bad that I don't have your number memorized, um, but you got mine, right? Crazy. So uh, thank Can you. Give a shout out for your number too. <laughs> I mean, you totally can. But yeah, I mean, if you have if you have questions, you know, please reach out to Cynthia or myself. Uh, my number is 206-960-6275. Uh, we're both here in the Seattle uh, metro area uh, covering Seattle and the east side. Um, and sometimes some of the outskirts, uh, outskirt areas. So thank you. Thank you again for taking the time. And um, I will see you at the next open house or some other event. Some other meetings. Right, right, the next meeting. Good. All right, have a <laughs> good one. Thanks, Cynthia. Okay, bye, Mark, thanks.